Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And sometimes, Dave. You don't understand how sick it makes me feel, the fact that I wanted to have sex with my own daughter. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. I went up to the shops earlier. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and there was um, a Chinese woman, an elderly Chinese woman, busking. Oh. Uh, I say busking because I've brought a prop so that I can reenact exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah. She wasn't getting a whole lot of attention, i got to say. Right. Because... Uh, Except from you. Uh, yeah, because I was like, what are you doing? So, there's <laughs> this elderly Chinese woman with a guitar doing this. Was she singing at all? Or? No, she wasn't. <laughs> she was doing that over and over again. And then I went to the shops and came back and she was continuing to do that. She wow. was still doing it. And she looked Same annoyed. Same song or has she made another one? <laughs> I mean, it might have been a new song for all I know. I was trying to think of a joke here. It sounds like blah. I don't know. It sounds well, pretty bad though. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, can't think of anyone that's bad enough that I can make a joke. It, it, no. To be honest, if, if she had some some distortion on it it might sound like you know like a, a modern metal band with just a bunch of palm muting and oh yeah and yeah. with someone charging over like this but that's uh that's not what was happening well matt you should so. have just gone up beside her and started screaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> she either would have stopped <laughs> or, or or you would have had a rad new uh accompaniment i'm sure that would have gone well in this night had she made any money do you know uh, I, I don't know i didn't i didn't look at that i was too busy Apart Look, from the few dollars that you gave her, <laughs> I did consider it. But I didn't have any change on me, just because I was, I was, I gotta say, I was pretty entertained. Like you five dollars until it stopped. If she'd been playing any other song <laughs> or any song, you would have just gone right past. I probably just would have ignored her, but because yeah. because she was doing that, I was entertained by it. So maybe I, I do owe her now. Yeah, I think you do. I suppose you mm. broke you broke the uh, the code of the busker. You listened <laughs> and you didn't pay. If you walk on past, you don't have to pay. And if you listen, ah. you got to pay. Well, I was stopped at the lights. I didn't have a choice. But I was... I was. She did catch my eye. And I, I did... I did... Partake of the en- in- entertainment for a while, so... I'm sure I've told you guys, but I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but have I told you guys the story about when I was in New York and I saw the open mic night? And did I tell you about the Red Indian and the violinist? <laughs> you probably did, but tell it anyway. So I need to hear this again. <laughs> I'm I'm at this club on the Bowery, and it does this open mic night, which is you can do anything, any kind of performance whatsoever. You can read a poem, you can sing a song, you can do anything. And mm. um, there was some pretty eclectic stuff. But the group that went first, right, up on stage got this kind of really normal-looking girl holding a violin, right, mm. and a red Indian in full headdress and everything right mm-hmm. <laughs> and he comes up to the mic and he says hi we just um you know my name's 
whatever, and this is whomever. And we just met outside and we were talking and we decided that we, we could make some really great music uh, together because <laughs> um, I, I do freestyle rap and, um, and she plays the violin. So this could be really interesting. And at this point, <laughs> the audience is kind of like, okay, I mean, this is bizarre, but go on. And then, um, so he turns around and presses play on a, on a drum machine. So this kind of loop starts, right? Uh-huh. He steps up to the mic. Yep. The girl raises the violin. He says something along the lines of, yo, I'm going to rap, yo. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, uh. And, he, <laughs> and he chokes. He can't think of anything to say, right? So she's looking at him like, do I start now? And he just... Instead of like saying anything, changing it, or, or just going, hold oh, on, stop, I'll start again. He just he just stands there, just kind of staring at the floor in front of him, like not knowing <laughs> what to do. Well, this entire room full of people look at him. The girl starts playing the violin, just randomly playing notes to try and, um, you know, save the performance and trigger something. On. Yeah, he just <laughs> says nothing. He just stands there. So after about two minutes of just playing, she stops and walks over to the mic, and with the beat still going behind her she just goes um well this might be a good opportunity to um just say um i'm new in town i'm looking for a sublet so if anyone um out in the audience tonight <laughs> has a a room that's available um less than about 150 a week could you please come and see me after this thank you and then she just gets <laughs> off the stage and walks out and then eventually the indian um kind of comes to life and goes and turns off the drum machine and you know, sits down as well and, and everyone golf clap yeah like either yeah <laughs> it, it was either the worst performance in the history of live performance or it was the greatest example of performance art yeah ever performed they walked off and they were like nailed it <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me do you remember uh when we were in LA, we went to Viper, the Viper Room. Yeah, yeah. and the, there were a bunch of bands on that night, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw a band that was it was like a, a female singer with the, like an acoustic guitar with you know oh, like yeah. and the drums yeah. kind of thing doing a little thing, and that, and then the next band got up, and we were expecting it to be fairly <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fair use and all, I'm gonna I'm have to play a clip of of what we what we heard. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I can only describe what we witnessed. Um, this band's actually quite famous now, um, but basically these guys got up with with amps and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, it kind of looks like a metal band. But then these two girls got up, and uh, you know, kind of attractive girls, um, and uh, and they said, "Hi, um, we're Butcher Babies," and they whipped their tops off, uh, and then this happened. And uh, yeah, every, every male in the room pulled out their phones and started filming. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We did. We did do that. Because the thing is, these two girls had these kind of corsets on and I was like, oh, great. I'm going to be straining my neck to try to catch a little glimpse of their boobs. Um, <laughs> they just made it easy for you. And then yeah. the tits came out, right out, all the way out for the whole thing. And because it's metal and they were kind of bopping up and down, the normal kind of headbanging thing, um, those mm-hmm. tits were going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yeah, they don't. Apparently, uh, they don't do that anymore. 
um, because <laughs> it was actually, and I, I mean, I read this in an article, an interview with them. They said it was a tribute to some other female artist um, that <laughs> okay. that nobody got. They thought they were just getting their tits out for the fun of it, and right. so they were like, "Well, everyone's missed a point with this." Well, yeah, we'll we'll stop doing that yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, right. So everyone slut shamed them, and they were like, "You don't get it." And I bet you their fan fan base just really dropped. Right. Well, no, no, no. Um, they're huge now. Uh, they do, um, you know, Ozfest and stuff every year. And uh, I don't know if they've been out here, um, but yeah, they're they're very big now. Because I saw, I forget where I saw they interviewed. Uh, I think a bunch of um, the metal bands at the red carpet one year at the Golden Gods Awards, and I was like, that looks like that band that we saw in LA. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, it was. So they're hmm, they're really big now. Well, the funny I mean, thing about that was, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, as as much as I mean, they may say, "Oh, you know, we stopped doing that because people didn't get it," but that maybe contributed to their rise. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, I'd forgotten the name of that band until you just said it, and I would have just said those girls with the tits. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and I would have known what you meant. Yeah, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> if I'd said, "Hey, remember those girls from LA with the tits?" Mm. You wouldn't have to go witch girls from LA with the tits. No. Well, I remember the name just because Butcher Babies is is quite memorable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah. do recall we we arrived at the door of the Viper Room, which had taken us quite a while to find as well. Yes. Um, only to find a poster saying "The Veronicas here tonight only." <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. We that would be the disappointing. <laughs> We thought, oh, we didn't come all the way to LA to see the Veronicas. But we were not disappointed. No. Because the Butcher Babies delivered. <laughs> yeah, the Butcher Babies definitely delivered. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, delivering, there's one man who, uh, as far as I'm concerned, has, well, The Conjuring wasn't great, but he, he delivers. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like so there's some James Wan news coming on. Things I would do to James Wan. Ah, yeah. oh, I've got a cornucopia of James Wan news tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, well, somebody else has, has put in, put a bit of James Wan news in here. Do you want to do you want to fill me in on that? Because I'm pretty excited uh, based oh, on yeah. what I've seen. Well, um, Matt, I mean, James Wan is producing a Mortal Kombat remake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think if anyone's going to do this, it might as well be James Wan. Mm-hmm. He's got a good eye for um, for visuals. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm assuming that's, pretty, that's, that's what you get from Mortal Kombat. You don't really get much else. So, no, that's right. Uh, and sometimes you don't even get that. And <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm assuming that James Wan is going to put some ghosts in here. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, you know, the ghost of Scorpio fights the ghost <laughs> of Reptile or something. You know, but I don't quite yeah. know how they're going to make it's it work. Scorpio but. from The Simpsons. <laughs> what did I say? You said Scorpio. You oh. ever seen a man say goodbye to his shoes before? <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, that guy. Not Scorpio. Scorpion. I, I'd I watch it. Be, yeah. <laughs> Scorpio, you mad. Now, I actually. I really rate the first Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, that was great. I, I mean, I movies. haven't seen it in a while. I've got so it on I DVD. might eat my hat if I ever saw it again. <gasps> when I've I read, actually been thinking about watching it again recently. Mm, I've got it. Just, we, you should come up and we'll watch it. Okay. Or I'll bring it down, whatever. <laughs> but 
But I was reading this article and I, uh, even though it does mention Mortal Kombat Legacy uh, is the web mm. series that Kevin Tansharan made. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably pronouncing his name incorrectly. That's fine. No, I'm, pro- um, I'm sure it's Tansharan. 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 And he was supposed to direct this film, but he's dropped out for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so James Wan is taken over producing. Um, it doesn't say if he's going to direct it, but uh, it then goes on to say, and, and I actually misunderstood this the first time I read it. It said, the current script is being written by Mortal Kombat Legacy writer Oren Uziel. And I actually thought Mortal Kombat Legacy was referring to the the other film. The right. Mortal Kombat f- Annihilation. Oh, sure. So you thought, fucking atrocious. oh great, they've brought, they've brought back this guy. <laughs> I was going to say, why? <laughs> no, that was fucking appalling. No, no, no. The Mortal yeah. Kombat Legacy is the, the web series, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, with six of nine from Star Trek. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I actually went to the cinema to see. And right. it, it is so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> isn't it when the two girls fight, they just happen to be fighting in mud? <laughs> well, I don't recall. I'm sure that was the one saving grace about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, this is pretty good. Actually, you know, uh, the one film that I do like based on a, a combat video game is Dead or Alive. Have you seen that? I don't it's think got, I have. Uh, you know, Dead or Alive is quite famously the game where you can adjust the size of the girl's breasts. Oh, that was in the, that was in the Dead or Alive beach uh, volleyball. I think you can do it in a oh, game as well. Though. Sure. You can do it in yeah. a game, yeah. Yeah, okay. You can do it in the, in the Dead or Alive fighting game too. Uh, and it starred... Um, Jamie Presley, uh, and it had what's that Australian actress's name who was on oh, Neighbours? Um, she tried singing for a bit. Yeah, you know what? I just realised I, I have not heard Delta anything Goodrum? from no, no, <laughs> not Delta Goodrum. Um, Holly Valance. Ah, uh, yeah. yes, that's the one. Yeah, what happened to her? I think she did a movie and then disappeared. Yeah, oh. she did a couple of movies. And an episode of Entourage, and I think that ah. was all she could really she muster out of LA. Nearly, nearly did something, and then just went away. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'd say she got a good agent, got a couple of roles, got dumped by her agent, and now she probably sells insurance out at Brisbane or something. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah, and was, uh, it also starred Sarah Carter, who I had a bit of a crush on back in the day. Sarah Carter. Which yeah, she's she's not. Super, I'm gonna have to look her up. She's not super famous, but uh, I used to like her. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what she was in that I would say. Oh, Smallville. She was in Smallville. Oh, okay. Mm. Who did she play in okay. Smallville? She played um, Alicia Baker. She was the girl that Clark ran off with that time, and um, I think he was gonna get married or something. I don't know. She had. Mm. I can't remember. It's you know what I think time. the most interesting thing about Superman is all the stuff he does when he's not Superman. <laughs> yeah. I'm being facetious. I didn't watch Smallville. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Everyone's trying to go way too pomo with everything now, and <laughs> I'm just not into it. <laughs> wow, well, this guy's just ba- beating another guy with another satellite. <laughs> yeah, I was about to but, say. But I mean, what does he do when he gets home? Last, yeah. yeah, what did he do when he was a kid and he didn't know he could bash people with satellites? <laughs> what did he bash people with then? 
<laughs> who did he run away with and almost get married but then not get married to? Yeah, I can't remember why. <laughs> yeah. But there's more James Wan updates if you mm-hmm. want them. Yeah, I do want them. I mean, we can do them now or we can do them later, but I watched... Do them in, do them in alphabetical order. Oh. Yeah, okay, fine. I watched Dead Silence. No, I'll beat you to it. He's going to direct Aquaman. <laughs> Is he? No. <laughs> Is he really? Says here. Oh. Just there, but it's even better the next line. Oh my God, After... Luke! Yes. They've been fucking Robotech. listening again. They have oh. been listening again. Fuck off, they're doing a Robotech... Okay, this proves it. This proves it, right? That somebody from Hollywood is listening to our podcast. They're doing the yes. Robotech movie <laughs> and James Wan is directing. There's no other explanation. And then, do you know why? Because they're like, well, Luke loves Robotech, but doesn't really care about James Wan. But Matt yep. loves James Wan, doesn't really care about Robotech. I've got it. Yes. <laughs> How are we going to get coverage on this podcast? Yeah. I've got We've the got perfect idea. got to make everyone happy. Yeah. What's for Genius. me? There's got to be something for me in there. Um, maybe there's a midget in it. Oh my god! Look, Peter Dinklage is in it. Yeah, if they do that, <laughs> if they make the Robotech movie directed by James Wan and starring Peter Dinklage, then we will know. <laughs> we will fucking yes. know. They could probably work out a way to make him fit in. He'll be the voice of some smarmy little robot or something in it. No, he doesn't do voices anymore. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Speaking of Peter Dinklage, he got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Destiny. He got yeah. fired from Destiny and like really fired. Like the next update, they've, removes they've taken his, his voice from voice the game. Out. Yeah, really. And yeah. they replace his voice with Noah North. Who's that? He's like the voice actor for video games. <laughs> right. Yes. Is he going to say? I, I think that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but he oh. might say it with a bit of feeling. Yeah, that was a great line. I think it's Noah North. Hmm. Oh man, that sucks for Dinky. What? Yeah, well, I mean, is he just doing such a bad job? I mean, no, we talked about that he should have been better written than he was. But no, he also was very wooden. He's a good actor, but maybe he's not a good voice actor. Right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, he was very disinterested sounding in the game. He wasn't. Nolan North, sorry. Nolan North? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there you go. Mm. Thanks, Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we haven't confirmed Thanks. Dinky's in it, but we can assume that he is now. Yeah, we'll assume just he is. Wait. Yeah, just got to mm. wait. I think it's 2020. No, oh, Jesus. We've got a while. Well, we'll right. just put an ad in Variety saying he is in it. Mm. Yeah. And then he'll pretty much have to be. <laughs> right. All right, so I watched Dead Silence, which is the other James mm-hmm. Wan film I was going to watch the other week, but I wasn't able to. I was finally able oh, to watch it. Oh, the puppet movie. Yeah, have you seen it? No. I want to. Oh, man. Yeah, you do. It's awesome. It's like... I mean, it's it's silly, but it's awesome. It's about a uh, a guy who's... He lives with his wife or, or, or girlfriend or whatever, and then this um, ventriloquist dummy gets delivered to his house and, uh, and murders his wife, basically. <laughs> and... Um, and and then he gets caught up in this mystery from his hometown about this woman who did a ventriloquist show and, and you know, the haunted <laughs> ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. It was really good. I don't know why it's got such bad reviews because it's really great. cool. It's um, like it's played. For, it's, it's kind of this weird mix of tongue in cheek and, 
and serious because it is it's got some very creepy cool stuff that he's good at that stuff yeah, yeah. But it's also got um is it donnie Wahlberg <laughs> in it yeah, the as old, this, the oldest Wahlberg. he's basically columbo but <laughs> oh, that's great in this film like he's got the coat and everything and he's constantly got this electric razor he's shaving his face with while he's what? talking to everybody and he's oh man wow it's a this is a great movie <laughs> there's a few weird things about it like i don't understand why other than the fact that when apparently in the olden days the coroner had to take photos with this old flash bulby old timey camera mm-hmm. i don't know why he still continues to use that camera other than <laughs> it makes the photos look creepy and cool yeah yeah because he's like check out these photos and i'm like what do they look like that for and then, he, <laughs> and then later on he's taking a photo of what he pulls out this giant camera and he's like poof, poof, with the flash i'm like oh that's why (laughs) so there's some stuff like that Mm -hmm. but uh yeah but overall it's really good i uh i encountered a ventriloquist doll once (laughs) did it murder you no it didn't (laughs) but it was in the home of a friend of ours who i won't mention him by name but i'll Mm -hmm. just say that he is the legal representative of our podcast right okay yep yeah yeah he bought a new house and was giving me the grand tour. You know, there's a kitchen, round room, bathroom. And as we passed some anonymous <laughs> spare room, right, sitting on the bed, alone in this room, was yeah. this ventriloquist doll, right? Amazing. In this tuxedo. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he was like, you've seen that before. And I was like, no. No, I haven't. I would remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. I would remember <laughs> if I had seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sitting alone just makes that a little bit more <laughs> yeah, creepy as well. Room by <laughs> itself. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the other thing about this film is that the doll ends up in, like... Like, everybody who who's taking it around, for some reason, treats it like it's a person. Right. Like, he's, like, drives back to his hometown <laughs> to investigate this thing, right? Rather than throwing the doll in the trunk, he, like, pops it in the passenger seat <laughs> yeah. with a seatbelt on it. <laughs> like, what? Why? Like, what, what are you doing that for? Like, yeah, and then he's got it, he's in his hotel room and he's got it sat at the table. Like, fucking put it under the bed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put it in the box. Yeah. Get it. Oh. Jesus. Man. There's a great old episode of the twilight zone about a ventriloquist doll mm-hmm. you've seen that one where this woman falls in she goes to a ventriloquist show and falls in love with a ventriloquist <laughs> heaven that sounds awesome yeah and she starts writing him letters she writes him a letter after the show and he answers it and they write letters back and forth for years and years and years <laughs> and then finally she goes to meet him because he comes back to the town and she finds out that the ventriloquist was the midget and that the tall guy she thought <laughs> she was writing letters to was the doll <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> Uh, well i highly recommend this movie i'm I'm like i'm not kidding it was really good like it's not shakespeare but it was really really entertaining (laughs) and it's got it's got like a few twists in it that i didn't that i didn't see coming they were really good Hmm. so like it's a bit smarter than uh than you know remember that movie we watched um don't be afraid of the dark which was it was fun but kind of just dumb that one with uh, katie holmes about the little imps Yeah. yeah yeah See, I enjoyed that, but but it was dumb. Yeah, whereas, it was, that was that was dumb. Yeah. Whereas this was just, it was a simple story, and it was a bit silly, but it knew it was silly, and it you just don't worry about it. Like it's fine. It doesn't take itself too seriously. So and this this one doesn't have Kevin Bacon in it. It does not have Kevin Bacon in it. No, that's no, a bit disappointing. 
Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's not your fault. Got Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> and Is Donnie he the Wahlberg. replacement for bacon now? Oh, God. Well, just with my breakfast. <laughs> well, you know, him and his brothers do own a chain of restaurant called Wahlburgers. Do they? Yeah, they do. That is brilliant. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. Wahlburgers. I must eat there. <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark, gonna gonna serve me? And the one brother who's not famous runs it. Right. Oh, so the the ones that have money decided to set their brother up with a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a bit of that going on. Oh, well. Not to worry. Well, in honour of... James Wan, mm. um, I thought it would be good, and luckily Jenna helped me put it together, because <laughs> I didn't yeah. bother. Uh, <laughs> so thanks to Jenna. Uh, we've got a special James Wan edition of Triple Taglines of Terror. Nice. Triple Taglines of James Wan Special Edition. <laughs> I improv that last bit. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, Triple Tag Lines of Terror uh, is just a little game that we play where I'm going to tell you the name of a film, and then I'm going to give you three taglines that might be from that film, and then you're going to guess which is the correct one, and then you guys will get points. Mm-hmm. So you guys know that, but the listeners don't, obviously. You probably well, they do that. now. That's why I've- yeah. If that was a secret, you should cut that bit out in editing. <laughs> also, you probably figured that's why I was telling you. So, yeah. explanation redundant. So, uh, the very first one for the, for this episode is Dead Silence. Uh, and I will point out James Wan's role in each of these films. Dead Silence, he was the co-writer and director. Co-writer and director. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and as I explained, a widow returns to his hometown to search for answers to his wife's murder, which may be linked to the ghost of a murdered ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Great stuff. So, is the tagline for Dead Silence? You're never too old to play with dolls until you're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it? There comes a time to put away childhood things, but some things won't stay put. Mm-hmm. Or is it? You scream, you die. I'm going to have to go if you scream, you die. Yeah, I think right? it's, it's, the, it's the red herring because it doesn't mention a doll. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Although... You both going with that? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with number three as well, Matt. Okay. All right. You actually, you're both correct. Yay! Yep. You scream, you die is the tagline for Dead Silence. Uh, you're never too old to play with dolls until you're dead is the tagline for a film called Dolls. And okay. there comes a time to put away childhood things, but some, some things won't stay put is the tagline for Child's Play 3. Mm. Ah, okay. Mm. That's where uh, Andy joins the army, right? Yes. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Yeah. He's, where, he's grown up. And he goes <laughs> away to watch, the army. I really need to watch those again. I watched the first so one good. a little while ago. Yeah. I forgot it was... Um, what's his name? Chris Sarandon. Yeah, the the bad guy, the murderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, worm tongue from Lord of the Rings and oh the him, yeah, yeah. Deadwood. Sorry, no, I thought I thought you meant that the, the main guy, and it's Prince Humperdinck from uh, the Princess Bride. But yeah, it is worm tongue as the. Uh, is it uh, Humperdinck? Yeah, 
He, he's in um, Fright Night as well. Oh, right. See, it's been a while since I've seen Fright Night. There you go. All right. Well, the next one uh, is quite famous film, uh, thanks to us. Mm. Uh, it's uh, it's called Insidious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or as, uh, as they call it overseas, Insidious. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Different pronunciation. I yes. Guess. Ghosts try to get Insidious. Insol- Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> a family looks to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called the Further. That's the the plot. Mm. So, is the tagline for Insidious? What's in that picture? Is it you see what it wants you to see, or is it have you seen him? Oh. Um, I'm, this is going to be a guess. I'm going to go with the second one. Oh, right? I was going to go with the second one, but to make it fun, I'll go with the first one. I'll let you pick first next time. All right. Dan is correct. Hey. You're I'm picking first next time. <laughs> it was the first one. What's in that picture is the tagline to Insidious. Insidious. Sorry, I almost What's in the picture? I think he's supposed to say it. <laughs> What's in that picture? Remind you. Uh, you see what it wants you to see is the tagline for Oculus, uh, which was all right. That's they got uh, Karen Gillan from Doctor Who. Yeah, if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's unrelated. Um, <laughs> and have you seen him? Is the tagline for Sinister, which is a fucking excellent movie. Oh. Uh, if you haven't seen that, highly recommend Sinister. All right, the next one. Oh, sorry, and he directed Insidious. Hmm. I, I think he co-wrote it actually as well. I could be wrong about that though. Likes to co-write things, doesn't he? It doesn't have a W next to it, so I'm going to assume that that he didn't. Uh, saw a W for Wan. <laughs> w for <laughs> Witten by Wan. Witten by Wan. <laughs> Witten by that can be another segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a jingle for Witten by Wan. Yes, we do, man. <laughs> oh God. Written by one. Written by one. Wow. And that's the first time we've had a jingle for a segment within a segment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another ex- <laughs> I call Considering that, that this one wasn't written by one. <laughs> I call that In Segment. Oh. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Do we have a jingle for In Segment? <laughs> directed by Christopher Nolan? Yes, we do, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to regret that when I have to make all these. No, man. Just take the insidias and then just slow it down to 10%. Whatever you've got is the Inception soundtrack. No, it's... I'm actually just going to use that as the jingle. So that'll be a bit of flashback humor for everybody when they hear it. Or flash forward for us, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Saw... Mm. Uh, the film that made him famous. Yeah. Uh, two men awaken in the secure lair 
of a killer who forces him to play a deadly game that will determine life or death. Yeah, deadly yeah. games usually do. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good film. Mm, it is a good is film. Is the tagline for Saw, the game is on. Mm-hmm. Is it, death is a shortcut. Or is it, mm. let he who is without sin try to survive. Mm. I'm going to go to the third one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the first one. Mm. I'm afraid you're both incorrect. Oh. Damn it. The tagline for Saw is, death is a shortcut. And uh, the game is on. The first one was uh, Silent Hill. The, oh. um, what's his name? Christoph Garns directed mm-hmm. Disappointment. Yes. And uh, a remake. Let he who is without sin try to survive is the tagline from Seven, oh. which is a fucking excellent movie. That is an excellent movie. Mm. Directed by David Fincher. Yes. I should maybe watch one of these movies. <laughs> Have you not seen Seven? No. Seven is hmm. an excellent movie. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't know that none of the any of these films would probably not be suitable for a date night for you, Luke. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and our final is a sequel. It's inside of you's chapter two. Ooh. It's inside of you too. That's what they should have called <laughs> it. Inside of you's too. <laughs> inside of you's too. Man, I don't know why they don't consult us. Oh, wait, they do. They just steal they, our ideas. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. if they consulted us, there'd be a consultancy fee. Yep. <laughs> right. Inside is chapter two. The haunted Lambert family seeks to uncover the mysterious childhood secret that has left them dangerously connected to this to the spirit world. Again, highly recommend Inside is chapter two after you watch Inside is. Here's <laughs> the tagline for Inside is chapter two. There's nothing more dangerous than a familiar face. Is it Somewhere between science and stu- st- <laughs> somewhere between science and superstition, <laughs> there is another world, the world of darkness. It's yeah, just the second part where I said it correctly. The first part was <laughs> yeah. a mistake. Just I thought you were going for science and stupidity. Science like, and <laughs> somewhere stupid. between science and stupidity. <laughs> Slip of the town. Yeah. Or is it? It will take what you love most. Oh. I'm going to stick with the third one. I'm going to huh? stick with the first one. Ah. Well, this this is awkward. <laughs> because because Luke is correct was the, the third one. Uh, th- th- now we have a tie. And now we have a tie. <laughs> but um, James Wan hasn't made any other movies. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he has, but they weren't horror movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Luke and I, we can share. We can share the accolade. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so you both Shared win. A lot, Luke and I. <laughs> we could share. <laughs> and I'm going to use that as an opportunity to plug one of our videos on YouTube, which we'll link in the show notes. <laughs> the morning of better videos, I'd like to think. Exactly. And that concludes. Harmonized. It was beautiful. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm crying. It was so good. I am as well. Tore my throat up.
And unfortunately, that concludes James Wan news for this week as well. I think he <laughs> yeah. might come up again. He's fairly fairly prolific. But uh, wow, fuck! We've been going with James Wan news this whole time. <laughs> no, it's, it's all the half, half an hour and of that James Wan. The news. James Wan tribute episode of Multiple Nerdgasm. Thanks right, for listening. <laughs> Can we try and get this episode to him somehow? Can we get him on the episode somehow? That would be amazing. And we were telling that we, not only do we do a weekly segment about things that we would do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we have a Who Entertains James Wan yet? Because uh, when we, we had a thing oh, you know with Rose Byrne, and then we had a Who Entertains Rose Byrne. Uh, I actually did create both. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Who Entertains James Wan? <laughs> well, hopefully, I like to think we entertain him. <laughs> Basically the same as the things I would do to James Wan Jingle, but yeah. with some words swapped around. And in actual fact, I did that one first and then realized that <laughs> wasn't the quote from the episode and had to do it again. Uh, well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. Do we think me James too. Wan knows Rose Byrne? Well, clearly. Because she's in... He's directed her twice. Mm. In uh, Inside, yes. Well, you know who's going to be in Robotech now as well. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> we don't. We, are you worried that he's going to hear something on you that he shouldn't? <laughs> I'm just saying we've mentioned stuff about Rose Byrne in the past. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some might say quite graphically uh, <laughs> depicting. Well, I'll point out none of us did. No, no, we're in the clear. But our yeah. names are still all over the podcast. That's true. That's true. Well, I, I'll remind you that it was it was mostly censored. So yeah, mostly. Yeah. Mm, mm. It's lovely things being said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I don't even remember why we were talking about who entertains Rose Byrne. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. You guys ever wanted to live as an animal? Yeah, I have. I really. What have. animal? What animal? Um, just anything with a cloven hoof. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, that's 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 topic appropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, Luke? Um, I've always wanted to be like a dog, but one of those really spoiled inside dogs. Oh, you oh, so I'd would spoil be you like an inside <laughs> dog, Luke. <laughs> if you had a totem, like a spirit animal, yeah. it's an inside it's dog. A spoiled inside <laughs> dog. <laughs> spoiled inside dog. Can I segue for a sec here to admit something? Sure. Absolutely. Um, day before yesterday. Uh, I went to a cafe uh, where there are dogs and you can play with them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is that a rarity over there, I guess? Uh, like-, <laughs> like outside of a restaurant? I don't mean a, I don't mean a delicacy. Yeah. I mean like, <laughs> they um, not have... Yeah, well, there's not a lot pets. of dogs here. People live um, in high-rise buildings. Um, yeah. Not a lot of dogs. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what uh, I was getting Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but this place, you can uh, you, you go in. Doggy Cafe. You, and you, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Does it cost a lot? It's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. <laughs> and we'll link that video in the show notes. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't link that video. Fuck it. It's been uh, long enough. We could probably put that online. <laughs> uh, so this man, uh, we'll link to the article obviously in the show notes. This man has been trying to live as a goat. You're talking about Thomas Thwaites? Yeah, Thomas Thwaites. Um, 
he is a performance artist, I think. <laughs> I think that's what this is. <laughs> and he he has commissioned prosthetics for his arms and his legs to make him walk uh, as comfortably as possible like a goat. Mm-hmm. Um, he and he's got a ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little helmet on in case he falls off the mountain. And he considered constructing an artificial rumen that would digest grass for him to consume using actual gut bacteria found in goats. Uh, but I guess that didn't come through. So yeah. uh, Did anyone tell him he doesn't actually even look remotely like a goat? <laughs> I think the goats probably made that clear. <laughs> oh, they did. They did. Um, he says here, uh, I was able to keep up for maybe a kilometre. He's talking about following the goats on a grazing trail. Um, yeah. Down the side of a rocky mountain. And then they just left me in the dust. <laughs> so I spent the rest so of the day weird. trying to catch up to them. And eventually I found them again in an actual grassy pasture bit. Yeah. This is so weird. My favourite photo is the one where, if you scroll down, yeah. it's like like the, maybe the fourth one, the third, fourth down, where all the goats are eating and he's just face-planted trying to eat grass yeah. Yeah. with the goats. Like, what are you doing? And uh, where's the quote? Um, oh, yeah, he, uh, he got a bit worried at one point. He... Um, he, I found myself at nearly the highest point on the hill, and the whole herd of goats, and there was with the sorry, the what the heck? Sorry, I can't I can't <laughs> read apparently. I found myself at nearly the highest point on the hill of the whole herd of goats, and there was this moment where I looked and noticed that all the other goats had stopped chewing and were looking at me. He recalled, I hadn't been scared at all before, but I suddenly became aware of their quite sharp and pointed horns. <laughs> A particular goat that I've been hanging out with, hanging out with. <laughs> seemed, seemed to have diffused the situation. Yeah. Nah, guys, he's cool. He's with me. Yeah. Oi, chill out. Yeah. I, mean, this I, might just be ma- I might just be making human stories in my brain, but that's what it seemed to me. That's a strange way to put it. Making human stories, stories in, in my, my brain. brain. Uh, I love this, though. A farmer whose herd was grazing with Thwaites thought the goats had accepted him. In total, he travelled the goats for three days, then spent another three days as a solitary goat. <laughs> <laughs> so even when the goats had just wandered off and left him, he's like, well, I'm not going home. <laughs> Screw you guys. He I'm off to live my life. over on these weird stalk stilts with these yeah. stilt gloves and a helmet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there be murder on his back. Yeah, he said it was very painful the first time he tried to walk downhill in them. Yeah, of course it was. I mean, this is like, utterly ridiculous. No, no, is there <laughs> a so why? Strange. Is there a why anywhere? No, not really. Mm. He's, I think I think he just wanted to try it, I think. Um, whereas the way that it says, uh, he consulted with a behavioural expert on goats and even watched as a goat was dissected to learn about the animal he wanted to be. So... I don't know if he identifies as a goat. Well, he also says this. Post-humanism, transhumanism, technology and stuff, is about allowing humans to achieve their desires. And I guess some people's desires aren't necessarily to become super intelligent. (laughs) This is why we invented computers. (laughs) So men could be goats. (laughs) This is why they developed prosthetics. Not for people who've lost limbs in tragic accidents. So man can be goat. Yeah, very strange. So, I, I got a question, mm. uh, and we could we can film this. 
uh, and put it up on the internet for the enjoyment mm-hmm. of the listeners and watchers in this case. Luke, would you be willing to come and live as an inside dog <laughs> at our house for three days? Am I spoiled? Of course you are. Now, yes. this is going to have to include taking him for a walk every morning. <laughs> yeah. Right? On a leash. Yeah, yeah of course. Tummy rubs. Yep. Scratches behind the rubs. ears. Lots yep. of tummy rubs, yeah. It's going to have to sit on the floor with his feet... With his head on your feet while you watch TV at night? Oh no 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 no! I, I'm I'm on the lounge. You're on the lounge. I'm a I'm a spoiled because even dog, a lot of inside dogs still not allowed on the lounge, Luke. I'm a yeah. spoiled one. As long as you don't wander off from your your cushion mm-hmm. on the couch. Yeah. Now yeah. it yeah. also will include cleaning up after him. Yeah. Yep. His poopies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wherever they oh my God. wherever they may land. Now. Barrett, yeah, you're going to have to wait until we take you to the park before you can poop. <laughs> because because <I> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a yard. To hold it you're you're going you're to find it in a shoe. You're going to have to smack him on the nose with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> Put his face in it so he knows what he did. <laughs> oh, he knows. He will know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Three days, I'm in. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh,. Keep an eye out for that. If you want to be notified of uh, of when we do end up doing some of these crazy things, you can now sign up for our newsletter. Did you know that we have a newsletter now? I I was not aware of that. No, <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it. But I yeah, want to know one to... thing. Does our mm-hmm. newsletter use MailChimp? <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, MailChimp? MailChimp? So if you want to sign up to the newsletter, just go to multiplenerdgasm.com. Uh, there's a pop-up there or a little box you can sign up for it uh and i'm going to send out just a digest of all the episodes every month and also uh, any other stuff that we do because we do videos and we do some other things too and maybe you know people don't keep track of them all so mm-hmm. i thought it'd be cool yeah uh, and maybe we can share some uh some behind the scenes stuff and uh and maybe offer some you know some uh, exclusive odds and ends to people who sign up for the mailing list yeah great um, so yeah, multiplenerdgasm.com, sign up for that. Uh, also if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, mnerdgasm. If you're on Facebook, like the page, multiple nerdgasm, uh, Instagram, we're on there. Uh, so is Terry Smallshoe. Um, he's also on Twitter at Terry Smallshoe on both of those. Uh, and if you want to support the podcast in a more fiduciary manner, mm. you can head over to patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm and back us on there for as little as a dollar an episode, uh, every dollar counts and mm. uh we really appreciate it and again um you know we'll be offering exclusive stuff to the people over there you get rewards you get a mug or a t-shirt or a hoodie uh for backing it as at different levels so check it out we love you we really do mm-hmm. I've, in that way yeah i wasn't going to say anything but but we do yeah 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 it's time let's do this together give us money so, um, as you guys know, uh, I've been playing a fair bit of Civilization Five mm. over the last yep. few months. Clocked up, yeah, nearly three hundred hours, I'd say. Jeez, oh, uh, it's about two hundred fifty hours uh, logged. Uh, but I also did a fair bit of travel where I was playing in offline mode. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, played a lot of that. But you know, eventually you got to move on. You got to put the game down. You got to you got to play something else, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. this week I started playing Civilization Beyond Earth. 
Ah. Just for a bit of a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for something completely different. For those of yep. you who don't know, it's exactly the same, but it's set in space. Yep. Yeah. So it's better. Yeah, look, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, it's more challenging in some ways because you're kind of not grounded in the reality of stuff you know about. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've, I've played it a little bit and... Um... Yeah, there's some stuff that comes out of nowhere just because it's not unexpected yeah, because you're not yeah. on Earth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, it's a bit more abstract. And it's like, do you want to um, do you want to cultivate this made-up thing or this made-up thing? And I'm like, well, I don't yeah. know. Do I? Like, on Earth, you could say, do I want to mine silver or do I want to farm? And I'll be able to tell you which one I want to do. Yeah. This one's yeah. a bit more abstract. But that said, it's kind of pretty interesting because you can play it like, well, what would I do? You know, I've mm. colonized this other planet and uh, I've got to try to keep some people alive. There's other colonists <laughs> in other parts of this planet. And, you know, do I align myself with them or do I be hostile towards them? I think it's quite a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I've uh, Yeah, I told you my PC died. We've discussed this before. Uh, I think my laptop will run it. I haven't really tried. Mm. But uh, see, because I saw that you put this in here and I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to play more of that. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a good game because I love yeah, I love Civ Five and I love space. So yeah, yeah, Civ Five and space. I played Civ Five once, but that one game went for like twelve hours, so I yeah. decided <laughs> I shouldn't play that game anymore. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. It sounds about right, except for the stealing you away anymore. from your Xbox. Exactly. <laughs> I've definitely. Did you ever played... play the? Um, did you ever play the the Civ Revolution on the Xbox, Luke? Yeah, it okay. wasn't a bad game. Hmm. What was that? It's like a simplified version of Civ. Actually, you can get it on an iPad. Uh, it's very simplified. Just a quick, easy game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I played not a lot of it on my, on, on my iPad. I okay. want it deeply yeah. complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's Yeah, it's Civ, but it's just a bit simpler. It's. I mean, it can be fairly in-depth, but not, not to the level of you know, Civ 5. Yeah. I have been wanting to ask, though, how are you going on Life is Strange? I haven't been able to play it all week, actually. So the last time we discussed it may have been the last time I played it. But I'm still enjoying oh. it. So I've played through the first chapter completely. Mm-hmm. Um, started the second chapter. But uh, only kind of done the preliminary mission in the second chapter. Yep. Have you played through them all? Uh, yes, I'm waiting for the last one to come out now. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's good. I like it. I like the, amb- the ambience of it. Mm. <laughs> No, I think you'll really like it, especially later episodes. Excellent. Hmm. I look forward to hearing what you think. Oh, okay. But I will give nothing away. <laughs> but you've already you given everything go, away. You have to go out and play this game. It is a great game. Really? It's a great. It's, a, it's not a game so much as a story. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's game-ish. It's kind of like... Hmm. It's kind of like Bully, if you didn't have as much to do. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. You know, it's yeah, it's I'm not even. I wouldn't even go that far. It's I just like to think of it as a lot of what's coming out now, interactive stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like the Telltale stuff. Sort of, but you do have to move around more than yeah. Telltale. Telltale it's is watching not, a lot it's of cutscenes on scenes. rails as much. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Like with Telltale, you can no matter what you do, you're going to progress. In Life is Strange, if you don't put a bit of thought into it, you can get stuck. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, my PC did die, and uh, I've been looking at 
alternative options like you know like a steam machine or something like that and mm. this week they announced uh the pricing for the portable steam machine called the steam boy mm. potentially uh did you guys see this it looks pretty interesting but i don't know see i actually already cool. have a portable steam machine it's called uh my macbook <laughs> yeah so well i mean this is this is kind of more like a 3ds ps vita kind of thing yeah. i guess the thing I don't know, I don't like about these things in general is the, the the DS does a better job of this I think than I mean like I said, I've got a Vita but from what I understand when I go when I when I'm traveling around like if I'm on the train or something I'm not going to settle in and play Civ Five you know what I mean like yeah I'm I'm going to be on the train for hopefully no more than about half an hour and I need to be able to put it away uh, you know close it up and 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 put it away and hopefully not lose all my progress kind of thing like i don't know that a portable pc is gonna cover all that kind of stuff you know i don't think it's a very good portable device is Mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah Mm. because if i'm in the middle of a game of say civ 5 or alien isolation or something like that and then it's like next stop central no no i think you're thinking about it wrong you're thinking of just going straight to the big long games Um, right there are hundreds upon hundreds of cheap really short addictive games on there as well okay yeah actually you you know what you're probably right maybe i am mm. looking at it wrong so well i mean this thing's quite expensive though saying having said that uh it's 299 us um for for a portable device and i don't know what the what are the specs four gig of ram 32 gig internal storage uh it's got 720p screen yeah i don't know we'll see the controls look like the um the steam controller that we've seen that uh have any of you guys you guys used that i haven't no, to use one of those. I'm um, hoping we might be able to get a chance at PAX this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it comes out in November, I think, the new controller. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. But, I mean, I don't know. This thing looks cool. I, I think this video is pointless. Did you watch the video? No. Yeah, it's just a bunch of words. So they could have just, you know, put the words on the website. Well, speaking of which, the words on this website say that this thing was previously called the Steam Boy. Oh. And is now being called the Smatch Zero. What? What? Hmm. I could understand why they might not be able to call it the Steam Boy. Yeah, okay. Because Game Boy. Uh, who's making but this thing? Smatch. Smatch. <laughs> well, that explains it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought guess. you were serious. I thought you were serious. Uh, if I was younger, I would really want this. Yeah. But this age, and I don't, I don't catch public transport anywhere. And mm. if I'm at home, I'm playing my Xbox or computer, so I don't have a use for it. Yeah. But if I was still like living in Sydney and catching a train all the time, I'd probably get one because there are a lot of games I have even just in my Steam library that would be great for this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I might look at a Steam box to hook up to the television or something like that. But I don't. Yeah, mm. I don't think one of these is is that appealing i like i really enjoy my 3ds but i don't use it enough that i don't think i would ever buy another one like that another console like that i just don't have time man i haven't had a no, handheld console for for many years mm. i use it when i go away to supernova or pax or anything like that it's fun to pass time in lines but right but those it. i mean it's not worth the price of entry just to do those little games no i mean 
I would, I wouldn't, I, I don't really think so. I, I played like Luigi's Mansion two on the 3ds is great, and uh, you know the the Zelda games on there are great, but I just don't even, you know. Well, the 3ds isn't really targeted at us. I suppose not. We're not the audience for it. We're not the we're not Nintendo's audience. Yeah, probably not. I don't know who Nintendo's audience is anymore. <laughs> I don't think they do. Since the Wii. They're, yeah. re- re- they're refining that. Mm. Mm. Well, mm. just so many developers keep coming out going, we're not releasing our game on the Wii U. We're not mm. releasing our game on the Wii U. We're not wasting our time. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, you know, speaking of the Wii U, uh, I bought uh, part of a sale a little while ago. It's actually a Wii game. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Did you guys ever play Super Mario Galaxy? No. No. Oh, man. It's so good. And then, like the first one, it, it was, it's so good. And then I, I bought this a while ago, and then the other day, I just uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to grab that. And I started it up, and this one is as well. It's just so good. Like, I don't even need Wii U games. I just need, like, pardon me, the original Wii games. <laughs> but yeah. do you guys have a Wii? I know you probably don't, Dan. No, I do not. Oh, I had one years ago. I was the first the first person to get one in Australia. Do you still have one? No. No. Oh, okay. We used well, to have one at our share house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and and there was one here, but it was packed away mm. when you lived here. Because this what yeah, Nintendo yeah. still make great games. Yeah, they do, do but they? need to stop making consoles and just start making games and releasing them on everything else. Listeners, if there is a game on the Wii U that's as good as Super Mario Galaxy, please write in and let me know because I just I really really love that game and I don't feel like the the games so far on the Wii U like Mario Kart's great, but the Super Mario Brothers Wii and Super Mario 3D World or whatever they are, the the two Wii U Mario ones, we have both of those and we tried playing them together, Jenna and I, but they've you get in each other's way and it's really frustrating and I mean maybe a single player games they'd be fine but they're just Mario games again you know I've played that but Mario Galaxy was different and interesting like yeah so listeners if you know of any games like that for the Wii U let me know hmm. I'll give you a shout uh, out Legend of Zelda That's there's no Wii U Legend of Zelda yet it'll come also that's not the same kind of game. But thank you. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I tried. Who's a good little boy? Who's a good little Luke? Ah, I can't wait for that three days. It's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to get so much kibble. Yep. <laughs> and that's oh, I forgot about the get. food. Ah, oh, I don't eat anyway. You can eat leftovers. C- can I give you uh, my, what I want to watch over those three days? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how a dog would supply such a list. <laughs> Uh, did you see this uh, Chinese subtitle version of Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, I saw this. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, this this unfortunately hasn't led up the full article, but. Uh, oh yeah, well, there's well, there's mine. Let's just get rid of that M at the front before we do it. Yeah, so this appears to be a version of Harry Potter. Uh, it's unclear if it's actually on the official Chinese DVDs or if it's a bootleg, I think. Yeah, this but definitely looks like... I mean, just looking at the image quality here. Yeah. I'm going to have to say, yeah, go with it as a bootleg. But I mean, what, what kind of bootleg is this in this? I mean, this film's pretty old now. Like, <laughs> do they not have access to, to DVD or Blu-ray players? Well, they probably did the bootleg 15 years ago when the film came out. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess it's just funny. This is crap. I love the first one. It's you and that pair of fucking pigeons don't think going anywhere. <laughs> I know. So what this appears to be is it's the Chinese version of the film, but with English subtitles yeah. put on. Mm. So this is what, I guess, what they think they're saying. Yeah, it's and, just somebody um, who goes through and tries to listen to as closely as they can what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I remember once I got a copy of, I think it was Chicken Little or something for my niece and nephew that had really bad subtitles, which we had to turn off because at one stage he goes, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I remember that bit. Chicken Little with the sky falls on his head and he's like, fuck me. Fuck me. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this is, this is pretty funny. So it's what just... happened in the film? Because I, like, I, I'm actually not familiar with Harry Potter. I mean... I don't, well, I don't want to be a fucking facetious, but I know who Harry Potter is, but I don't watch the film. So okay. this part where it looks yeah, like some dude is grabbing probably Harry Potter and he's saying, you and that pair of fucking pigeons don't think going anywhere. <laughs> what, that's, uh, what does he actually say in the film? That's Uncle Dursley. Right. And he's uh, he's trying to prevent Harry from leaving to go to Hogwarts. Right. Or as they call it in this, Hogwarts. Right. And, and uh, why doesn't he want him to go to Hogwarts? Because he's a dick, right? Basically, yep. okay. Yeah. It's just, and I don't know, I don't know what pigeons he's referring to. So there's no pigeons uh, in the film. Well, no, he has an owl. It's owls. Okay, yeah. he has an owl. I have no idea what the cat of the flying seven is. <laughs> that's the cat of flying seven. I think that's. Uh, I assume he's referring to the the groundskeeper's cat. I can't remember the name of the cat. Flying seven. Flying <laughs> seven, pretty yeah. fucking obvious, Matt. Read and uh, the they call the wizards or the the racist wizards or the bigoted wizards call non-wizarding humans, m- <laughs> and uh, this is, seems to have been translated to melon. So we can see Draco calling Hermione, I assume, a dirty melon. Call me a melon, <laughs> and then later, yeah, there's one of Hermione saying, "Call me melon," and then uh... and then Hagrid saying, "There's no nope for the melons." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, this reminded me of the. Uh, remember the uh, Star War Star War Episode Three, the Backstroke of the West. When um, no, oh, Google Backstroke of the West, and you'll see what I mean. And we'll link to that as well. Can I ask before while you're doing that, while you're googling, we've got Ron Weasley. See, I know Ron, right? Oh yeah, and he's yeah, pretty good. He's saying here, I stay at the Man Made Products Musings Institute. <laughs> now, not right. knowing the film, how how far off what he really says? Because for all I know, he does say weird uh, stuff like that. It's the it's the Muggle. They, oh God, what is it actually called? It's like Muggle Technology right. place. Man made like, man made products musings institute. Yeah, because his dad is is super fascinated by Muggles. Oh, and misusing. Like, sorry, I stay at the Man Made Products Misusing Institute. Yeah, yeah. So his yeah his dad investigates. You know, our technology like microwaves. They think it's really clever and quaint because they just magic. Because they magic, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. So, Backstroke of the West is is a similar thing, but it was Star Wars: uh, Revenge of the Sith, and uh, it came out, and it's got the very famous uh, picture of Darth Vader when he says "No," but in this, he says "Do not want," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So we'll, yeah, we'll link to that as well. I'm trying to find a uh, a good summary of it. There's probably some YouTube videos. Uh, speaking of star 
some things. Uh, you guys want to go on a Star Trek cruise and meet William Shatner? Because I do. Yeah, I do. You know I do. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, the Star Wars cruise. Actually, Star Wars is Star Trek. I meant Star Trek if I said Star Wars. I don't know. Some people don't know the difference, Matt, so it's all yeah. right. Can't recall what I said. May have misspoken. I, I meant... get to meet the chat. Yeah, I meant Star Trek. Uh, the Star Wars cruise is also very interesting, but it is just a cruise with some people dressed as Star Wars characters, and I think they make a room for the kids to play, and it looks like the Millennium Falcon. The Star Trek cruise actually has William Shatner. So Always. Is this a cruise you can just always take and he's always on it? Well, <laughs> Captain probably not. William Shatner. Probably not. I think it's just a special thing. But it's got William Shatner, Jonathan Frakes, uh, Marina Sirtis. Don't know who that is. No. Uh, John DeLancey. Don't know who that is. Robert Picardo. Don't know who that is, but it sounds like Picard. So I guess it's CBS Paramount. You, do you CBS always say Paramount. Robert instead of Robert? Or is it spelled yeah. differently? Robert. I thought it said Roberto, but it doesn't. It says Picardo. Right. And, uh, I but it's Robert, right? Somehow. Yeah, Robert, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I would love to hang out with William Shatner. Yeah. I've seen the man speak, mm. and it is a, he's amazing. Well, we've had what, him on the podcast, so... Matt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just talked about his dad molesting family members and about how... <laughs> He wanted to lay with barn animals. That's true. That's, that, and he talked about it again at Oz Comic Con. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Though William Shatner is amazing. Like, yeah, he is. I just find him thoroughly entertaining. Like, both as an actor, like, he, he's a, he's a mm. fine actor. Yeah. And I enjoy him in films. And then just him talking about stuff is just fascinating because he's so bizarre. Yeah. And interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you can if you're uh, if you're in I assume yeah at least from Florida, uh, and it's for the fiftieth uh, anniversary of Star Trek I I think Holy judging shit. from the graphics the infographics, so uh, yeah tickets start at nine hundred and seventy five US. Oh yeah, and I mean which that's not too bad for a six day cruise. No, it's pretty good. Uh, it's in January of 2017, so you've got some time to save up. In fact, that's I should not say bad. Actually, some... that's normal cruise prices, isn't it? Yeah, it is for here. I assume possibly we're used to higher prices for things. Well, we've got just city. as much water as they do in America. I don't see why a cruise should cost more. Well, everything costs more here. I think. Yeah, that's true. Here in uh, Sydney, in particular. Yeah. So. So when I saw yeah. this in the spreadsheet, Star Trek Cruise, I assumed that Tom Cruise was going to star in the new Star Trek. Oh, see, that would be interesting. Mm. Well, now he's big buddies with Simon Pegg. That might happen. Yeah, it's true. All right, guys, I say we go on this. Oh, no, we're not. I'm just looked at the prices a bit more. I was thinking we'll get the penthouse because it's 4000 <laughs> And then I saw, no, wait, that's per person. Right. Oh, per person? Per person. Oh, for $4, of course. They, yeah, of course. They do do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't just book a room. No. Because they're going to have dinner and stuff. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, but the dinners don't cost more just because you sleep in the penthouse. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I call bullshit. And also, if you're the kind of person who's sleeping in the penthouse, you're probably going to go to the fancy restaurant where you actually pay for the food anyway. Yeah. Not the, the, you know, the pizza that I always eat when I go on cruises. The <laughs> <laughs> same pizza you always eat. I just go. Well, there's a guy there. That makes you pizza oh, twenty four hours a day. He's just a guy there. That's so you're cool. like, oh, it's amazing. I've never been on a cruise. I hate, never eaten pizza at three a.m. as many times as I have on, <laughs> on that cruise. 
<laughs> now, I used to live with you, Matt, for many, many years, and I, I don't know if that's a fact. <laughs> yes, maybe I, maybe a few times at home, I uh, spoiled myself. God, do you remember the, how much pizza hours? we used to get delivered when it was just you and I living together? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like Throughout- so much pizza. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd say every second night for a while, sometimes. Mm. And there was a point where I I was I wasn't feeling too well, you know, like stomach wise. I went to yeah. the doctor and he said, "Oh, you might want to cut out some dairy." So I just used to order pizza without cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you discovered there was a pill that you could take that would cancel out the ill effects of cheese. The so lactose. you just started eating cheese again on the pizza. Yeah, yeah. took the pill, <laughs> ate the ate the pizza. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Still felt like shit. Turns out it was the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it's because we ate horribly. Yeah. Eating Domino's every night not good for you. Who'd have thought? <laughs> And we only got it every other night because we usually got enough for two nights. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because we both wanted slightly different pizzas, but we didn't eat a whole pizza. That's right. So. We would eat half a pizza a night every two nights and then order more yep. pizza. And chicken yep. kickers. Oh, they were... Oh, I was going to say, the they were good. Kickers. They weren't good. No, but they were delicious. Yeah, I love the chicken kickers. Delicious. <laughs> Domino's, if you want to sponsor the podcast... <laughs> Right, it made us <laughs> sick, and we loved it so much. Yeah. We kept doing yeah. it night after night. Such a cliche. Yeah. Well, if if we're about done, do you guys mind if I sing you a little song? Ah, sure. Uh, okay. It goes like this. Sorry, bear with me. No. Mm-hmm. Highly unusual. <laughs> <laughs> No one said stop. You should. <laughs> you should take that out in the road, literally, uh, literally out to the road. I'll be honest. I, I I did have a show prepared, but then this little old Chinese woman hit me up with a copyright suit. Yeah. So gotta say that's a cover, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Gotta take down notice on YouTube. My channel's offline. That's the acoustic cover. I assume her original was um, fully produced. Yeah, yeah, well, it sounded more like the Butcher Babies. <laughs> she looked like the Butcher Babies too? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Uh, oh, well, old lady on the street, you're our Geek of the Week. <laughs> you don't actually have to be a geek to get Geek of the no, Week. You do must not. Do you? You do no, you do not. Have we got a jingle for the little Chinese lady Geek of the Week? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Of the week. <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.